Welcome to Sword and Board. I'm Lars. And I'm Luke. And this is our fool's errand in an attempt to rank every fantasy movie ever made. Luke, how you doing? I am doing pretty well. Right now I'm sitting in the lovely Daphne Public Library because my Wi-Fi has been out since Wednesday and will not be back until Friday at the earliest. It's the earliest time they can come back to get me. So wow. it's been very, yeah, it's, it's, I feel like I'm starting to, to digress, got spears at the door waiting for someone to come in. Who are you? You're, Who sent you? I'm surprised you haven't started erecting a barn or something. Like you, you're, <laughs> like you have like, you're contacting the nearest Ordnung and you have a really long beard and, uh, we're going to call you. We don't talk, uh, we don't talk to the English anymore. Right. <laughs> we, we only use little hooks and buttons, no more zippers. Um, yes. and that's my extent of witness knowledge. Uh, the movie that I'm named after. Right, exactly. <laughs> yes, Luke. Uh, it's actually Harrison Lucas Farabee. He's named exactly. after Harrison Ford. He just goes by Lucas. So, was it a storm-related Wi-Fi knockout? No clue. Or? No clue. It just it, the Wi-Fi we the service we have is eh, like most people in the United States. They they don't like their Wi-Fi because there's no competition because we all live under giant corporate fiefdoms. But I don't mind. Thank like, you, Podbean, for continuing to allow us to use your service. <laughs> exactly. I'm sorry. No, it, it's been okay. And it's just been down for a while. And it goes down like overnight sometimes. And that happens. But it's been down so long. And I, I finally finally caved and called them. And they're like, okay, we can send a Tech Nation out Friday. And it's Saturday. Why? All right. <laughs> like, awesome. Awesome. So I have. Not been doing a whole lot. Just yeah, I haven't done a whole lot. Just, How are you? How are things? <laughs> I'm good, man. We uh we went the other route. We purposely went away from Wi-Fi this weekend, and we went camping. Cool. Went up to a state park with with Elizabeth and and the kiddos, and then uh, a couple other families that have kids kind of around the same age as all of us. And and it's kind of like Lucas and I. For those that that don't know, so. Since mom and dad are the only ones that listen to this, you do know. Um, <laughs> Lucas and I grew up in a really small town in Maine, and we were fortunate enough to grow up in a in a school system where it kind of worked out where I had a friend, and he had a brother that was your age, mm-hmm. and I had a friend, and she had a brother that was, you know, and, and it was all yeah. kind of, you know, the, the families all sort of were on the same sort of schedule, so yeah. parents got together kids got together. It was just, it was fun like that, and it's been neat to sort of recreate that with our yeah. kids. Um, yeah. so they all went camping. And, and we used to go camping fairly regularly, and that was pretty intense. Oh. But no, it was it was a lot of fun. So we, we went camping and hiking and uh kids are doing great. Yeah, it's things are things cool. are really good. Cool, cool, cool. Yeah. This week we have another three parter, so to speak. Um talking about three movies that I the more I think about them, the more I realize stuff about them. But let's start with it. Lars, what are you talking about? First. Well, so Lucas, as as you mentioned, we're going to talk about three movies, and the three movies that we're going to talk about are the first three in the Pirates of the Caribbean series, the fantasy swashbuckling series starring Johnny Depp and Orlando Bloom, Keira Knightley, um, Jeffrey Rush. Rush. It's the first three movies, Curse of the Black Pearl, followed by Dead Man's Dead Chest, Man's and then At World's End. Um, so I'm going to talk about uh, Black Pearl. It's the first one. Um, I remember seeing this in the theater. Me and, I, too. and I remember going into it thinking, well, this is going to be a piece of shit. Like, you know, and, and because yeah. when you think, Matt, like, this is pre-Johnny Depp's and everything. Th- this was Johnny Depp, like, 
you know, you, you maybe knew him from Edward Scissor's Hands. You maybe knew him from Sleepy Hollow. You, you know, might have known him from from Tim Burton and Twenty One Jump Street. Yeah, and he and, and like the the oddball and Benny and June. Like he'd been in some other stuff, but like wasn't the like marquee kind of guy. Right. And it was made after after a Disney movie, and I was like, oh my god, Disney this is ride, Disney yeah. ride. Yo, that's right. Yeah, it was it was a Disney ride. So it was like, which oh. is so strange. And it was pretty freaking fantastic. I'm sorry, yeah. like it, like watching it, like in the theater. I remember like walking out thinking, "Wow, that was a hell of a lot better than it had every right to be." Yeah. And then rewatching it for this, it was really good. It really held up. Yeah. The thing that I I remember a lot of the discourse about it, particularly the first three movies, um, as a whole was, and this is what I was thinking when I was watching it is, so I remember a lot of people saying like, "This is our generation Star Wars," and I kind of see it, like, in an almost literal sense, because there's a lot of plot points that hit the exact same moments of the original trilogy of Star Wars. Oh, yeah. But I'm, I wonder why this didn't take off the same way that, well, for example, for Marvel movies now, that there's a huge glut of superhero movies. Why didn't we get more than one pirate? There's no other pirate movie that's come out within the past time frame. That's a, yeah, that's a good point. Because Cutthroat Island was before this, right? <laughs> yes, Cutthroat Island was the early, was the early 90s. That's, um, that's good. It's enjoyable. Um, yeah, there really hasn't been a lot of pirate movies. And it's funny because, like, I just remember after this came, like, you know, a lot of, like, pirates were everywhere like it was like kind of a big cultural thing which was always funny to me because pirates aren't sexy they're scurvy gross disgusting yeah but it's the aesthetic puffy shirts and hats it's the the it's a lot of little things i realized as to why they they became popular in that sense yeah it's really solid and i'm very impressed with that yeah Um, absolutely so what's the plot what is a basic plot of this movie so, basic plot, Johnny Depp is uh, Captain Jack Sparrow. He was nominated for an Academy Award for this. Which, again, um, blows my mind. But well-deserved. Like, after yes. watching it, like, yeah, I can get it. Like, if you turn black the clock from all of his craziness, mm-hmm. yeah, this was completely unlike anything that you'd ever seen on the screen, as far as, like, a, a pirate goes. So, yeah. Johnny Depp is Captain Jack Sparrow. He has this goal of getting his ship back, the Black Pearl. The Black Pearl is captained by um, Captain Barbosa, Jeffrey Rush. There has been a curse on them, so curse of the Black Pearl. And they are, the whole crew of the Black Pearl, they're looking for these medallions of Aztec gold. And until they get that, they're undead. They can't feel anything. They can't taste anything. They are undead, and, and, and it's revealed in moonlight that they're like rotting corpses. Yeah. So there's that plot. Interspersed with that is Kira Knightley is the governor of Jamaica's daughter, and Will mm. Turner is played by Orlando Bloom. He's this blacksmith with a past that might be connected to the pirates. He loves Kira Knightley. They all get wrapped up in Captain Jack's kind of adventures, yeah. and everything kind of works out in the end. That's basically yeah, the plot. It, 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 it's a swashbucking plot. There's a lot of neat little details. It's directed by the guy that before this he made The Ring. It's Gore Bravinsky. So you can definitely tell that there's a horror background to it. Yeah. It, it's, um, it's creepy at times. Oh, and I, yeah. I, oh, I forgot that. Now, most of it comes from Jeffrey Rush, who is is a you know, one of the best actors around because he, he won. He's a really good, subtle actor when he wants to be. And then... There are times where it seems like he traveled with Odysseus and was cursed by Cersei because he's such a ham. And nice. and there's that bit where he's like, you know, what am I going to do? The first thing I eat a whole bushel of apples. Bite. Right. And it dribbles down his face. And mm-hmm. I love it because it's so gross and it's so 
creepy. And then he turns into a skeleton. And then he turns into a skeleton. <laughs> and it's, You're absolutely right. It's, that's the point. And it's what's funny is compared to the later ones in the in the series, this movie is downright subtle. Oh, absolutely. Um, th- this one is really stream. I mean, streamlined. It's a two hour movie. Yeah. It's a big movie. There's a lot of stuff that happens in it, but there's also a lot of physical stuff that happens in it. This is like that. I, I there's a lot of CG in it, but there are explosions and there are ships in it, and there's like a, a tactile kind of realness to it mm-hmm. that, I, and actually that kind of carries over throughout the whole series. Yeah. surprisingly, mm-hmm. you know the, the the other two movies. We'll talk about. There's still a lot yeah. of. Yeah, <laughs> we're introduced to Jack Sparrow as his dinghy is sinking, and but it's it's and such a great bit of physical comedy because he, <laughs> he he he's timed it. He's on the crow's nest as it's sinking in the harbor, and he just steps off and onto the the Here. pier. I don't know, man. Like I was really impressed. Mm-hmm. This 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 one was you know it, it had a really it had a lot of humor in it, a lot of like legit scary horror movie moments, mm-hmm. and even just like the way it was filmed. It had a, like a color scheme throughout all of it that just it's a little bit muted, muted and just creepy, and everything's grungy and dirty. And you know the the acting in it is wonderful. Um, There's so really many good great sword ca- fighting. Yeah, so many great uh, character actors in it. Yeah, just like little like each each person has their time to shine. This was just just great. This yeah. was just a really solid adventure movie, and it reminded me why what, why so Johnny Depp yeah, and why he has such a meteoric rise. Like, oh, okay, I I get it. And it's like you know, thinking back on you mentioned the Marvel movies, Robert Downey Jr.'s Iron Man. Yeah, makes sense now. Wind that shit back ten years yeah. ago. Yeah. that doesn't make any sense. No. Like, really, him? I remember thinking and that. Now, like, I remember that. And now you, like, I mean, yeah. And now try to picture Iron Man as not him, mm-hmm. and you can't, right? You know, so Johnny Depp just kind of just it just it was so funny the just watching his his movements, uh-huh. and and I really I, I had to in watching the first one I really had to think back to how it would have looked the first time I saw it, and it was hilarious. Yeah, like he's he's funny without being a clown, but he is a clown, but he could still take him seriously, and he's like yeah, he rides that that really thin line. Mm-hmm. In this one. In this one. So, so the first one, fantastic. And I actually wanted to bring this up real quick mm-hmm. that I, I, I feel like is a thing about most trilogies. Or that, that trilogies either, they ride that line between the first one is a really great standalone movie, the second one is a means to an end to the third, or they're all each intro, like really good parts of a, a larger yeah. story. This one falls into the trap where it's like the Matrix First Matrix is great. The next two are directly tied together, even to the point where our main character, Neo in the Matrix and Jack Sparrow in Pirates, they're lost in some weird world mm-hmm. and they have to be rescued in both instances. Which back to the Future 2 is... Empire a, Strikes I don't Back know. does it as well <clears throat> with Han Solo. Yeah, exactly. So there's all these like... Let's talk about the you yeah. you talk okay. about the second so two. So the second the second one, Dead Man's Chest, made due to the runaway success of the first one. I don't know if it was ever intended to be as part of a, a trilogy. I don't think it was because it doesn't feel like it in the same kind of way. It feels like a separate and then there's a dual there's the first movie and then there's the two sequels that were made as a like as a story. This is where it really ramps up the Star Wars stuff to it, but it, yes. it picks and chooses some different things. It changes because Jack Sparrow it was funny when you said that you, our main character, Jack Sparrow, wasn't the main character of the first movie or even the second one. He wasn't. No, he was a really interesting secondary. Yeah, he was character. Han Solo. He was the cool yep. guy who shows up. 
and he says the cool one-liner, and then he goes off into the sunset by himself. Yep. Riding off of the, the Han Solo archetype, the, the trickster, I guess, is the best way to describe it. The lovable rogue. But 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 in Star Wars, Luke's our main character in the first Black Pearl in the Black Pearl. It's Orlando Bloom, Bloom is yeah, our main character. And he's character. very much he's very much the same kind of, of character in that way. That he's the the farm boy, for lack of a better term, who goes through the whole has a journey and all that. It's very similar to that. Yeah. This is where the series starts to go a little bit nuttier. And even the way it's shot is a little bit different. It's a little bit, for lack of a better term, everything's wetter. It's a little bit, the color saturation is a little bit yes. higher. Um, that is a great way to describe everything it. Everything just a, looks a little bit wetter, which is funny for a movie that takes place in the ocean. This one, Jack is, he made a deal with uh, Davy Jones ten year, uh, 13 years prior to raise the Black Pearl from the bottom of the ocean uh, because it had, cr- it had sunk and he loved the ship and he was going to sell it. He sold his soul for that. He decides that he needs to break the curse of that somehow because he doesn't want to be a fish monster because that's the thing of all the Davy Jones, all the crew of the Flying Dutchman is they all look like sea monsters. And it's really cool. Yeah, they have like 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 lobster claws or they have like crustacean heads and, and like it's all... It's really, really cool visual design because nothing else looks like that. Um, yeah. It's gross. It's that's That is a recurring thing throughout the whole series. Everything's gross, kind of. And so... Right, right. At the same time... Which is what pirates would be. Yes. <laughs> at the same time this is going on, the East India Company is, taking, is consolidating power and they want to use Davy Jones to... Eliminate piracy finally because that's in this world pirates aren't pirate pirates they're like outlaws and they live on the they are disreputable gentlemen basically is the only way to describe them they don't yeah they have a code they don't, they don't pirate you see no piracy in, in these movies you see a little bit of the first one but that's goal related piracy that's not trying to gain money that's trying to gain an item that so that they can break their curse there's no yeah you yeah you're right there's not a lot of raping and pillaging it or like you know them taking over other boats it's almost like well this stuff was already here they're more scavengers yeah than pirates mm-hmm. so the through a plot through a series of events will is back on the, the track to try and find uh jack sparrow davy jones is able to use the kraken which is this big sea monster and he sticks that on on things and then we've come to find out that one of Davy Jones's crew members is Will's dad, played by Stellan Skarsgård, an amazing mm-hmm. actor who, yeah, I, I, you want to talk about someone who wasn't in anything and then now he's everywhere, Stellan Skarsgård. Yeah, you can't have a movie without him. Yeah, and he's really good at, he plays basically the same kind of guy, and he's great in it. Um, I would disagree that he plays the same kind of guy, because I would say that the person that he plays in Thor is not the person he plays in Girl with Dragon Tattoo. Oh yeah, I forgot about that. But he's kind of the same guy he plays in this. He's a similar kind of yeah, like father figure. Just love, just father figure lovable. Yep. Um, I would say that he was really creepy in Girl with Dragon <laughs> yeah, Tattoo. No, no. You know, his rape basement. Yeah. Um, but, <laughs> but, um, you laugh at that. No, um, and I can never hear Inya again without yeah. <laughs> thinking of that. Anyway, I think that the second movie, the second movie was fine. Yeah. Like the first, if the first movie was a breath of fresh air, really exciting adventure movie. The second one was the sequel, so they have to make it bigger and betterer and more adventurer. Yeah. Uh, it starts to. You're, it starts to become cartoony. Yeah. Do you, do like you remember there was a, there was a web series years ago called Ask a Ninja or something like that. I don't remember exactly mm-hmm. what it was, but someone asked him about this movie and he said that everything in this in this movie has its own plot line and there's more plot lines showing up every second until literally the last shot of the movie establishes another plot. Yeah, you're absolutely right. Like er- everything from Johnny Depp is now the king of like cannibals 
and has to escape. And then Norrington show like it's just there's just so much stuff going on. And in the first movie, it was simple. It was just we're gonna go to A to B to like this is what we're doing. Yep. This is our plan. This one it makes you kind of question if you like Jack Sparrow because he he's 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 gone a little bit a little bit over the top a little bit way too much and he's but he's also backstab like he's in it for himself and I never like as much as you know that he's a pirate in the first one I never got that impression that he was in it for himself like he still had that Han Solo redeemable quality. Yeah. In this one it was as if. You know, Han Solo at the first sight of Boba Fett said, "Well, fuck you guys. I'm re- I am out yeah. of here, and you guys can go. Like, I'm not taking the princess away. Like, you guys are you guys are fucked." Mm-hmm. That just kind of put a a weird taste in my mouth about the character. Mm-hmm. And then they they go to they meet a like a a Haitian voodoo priestess Tia Dalma. I know that that's that's her, the character's name, and she uh, she can tell him this is how you can this is how you beat Davy Jones. You, you basically have to kill him. But here's how, and you get his heart, you stab his heart because he was broken hearted, and, and you cut his own heart out. And so you need the key to open the chest because the chest is on the ground because there's buried treasure. The only instance of buried treasure in the entire franchise. I'm mm-hmm. pretty certain. And you were talking about there being practical effects. There's that three-way sword fight on the... Uh, that was awesome. Yeah, that's so good. That's such a great practical effect. So so, so Norrington is the character from the first movie that loved Keira Knightley. He's like this foppet. Like, not foppet. He's just like this really prim and proper British guy. Like, he's just a British guy. And he's fighting... Orlando Bloom, who is fighting Jack Sparrow, uh, Johnny Depp, Jack Sparrow, and they're all fighting for the same thing for different reasons, and that's great. That was great, and each one of them had a motivation that I understood. And they're sword fighting on a on a a water wheel that's rolling down a hill, and it's such a great practical effect. And I'm not part of the I'm not part of the cult of practical effects where I everything has to be this thing on the ground at this exact moment. But that's so no, good. No, it doesn't. But 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 when but when it does and when it's done well, yeah. that's neat. And the, and and and. But I think a lot of it also. Then there's a part where where Jack's escaping from the cannibals, and he's got like the fr- like he's got like he's basically become a shish kebab. Yeah. Like it's him and all these fruit, and like he he does this like flip over oh, this. God. Canyon. Yeah. Every time I see that, I just and I was just like, uh... that's dumb. And I think that's that that's what. F- this movie fell in the trap for me that the first movie, yes, it's about ghost pirates. Okay. I could, I'm with you because it was still kind of grounded. Yep. It was still dirty and gross. And the cannons, like when they flew through the ships, there were splinters and there's like, you know, stuff. There's a physicality to it that it doesn't have to be practical effects. Like even the, the CG yeah. did this, like there's weight to it. When our characters are flying around like Bugs Bunny cartoons, then I'm just watching a cartoon and I'm not really caring if. Ex- okay. Except. Because this was pretty, this is not that I'm yeah. not caring, but it, it takes me out of it to a point where I'm not worried that he's not going to make right. it out. So if I'm not worried about it, then there's no stakes. Does that make sense? Like it's not. Yes, like, it does. I don't care about cartoons because there are cartoons that have weight to it. But if I start thinking that nothing that he can do is ever going to hurt him, then I don't care. Yeah. What's yeah? What's where's the stakes to it? I, right. I get that because this one's okay. I think this is the weakest of the three. I legitimately think this is the weakest of three movies. I'm going to disagree with you because I thought the third one sucked. But all right. Oh no! I I honestly I think a lot of why I like the third one, uh, Pirates of the Caribbean at World's End. That one it's weird. It tries to tie things up and it tries to be not necessarily about something, but it tries to imply that there's a bigger world at stake. And what I wanted to see, like, so at the end of the second one, 
Jack dies and he gets swallowed by the Kraken. And because he gets swallowed by the Kraken, he goes down to Davy Jones's locker so they can pull him out of Davy Jones's locker with the Black Pearl. It's also down there because magic pirate shenanigan lore. Um, and so they go to Davy Jones's locker, which is past the horizon, basically. And while they're doing this, there's a whole host of... They're trying to gather all the pirates together because the East India Company is trying to end pirates forever. Now, pirates in this universe aren't pirate pirates, as I said before. They're more like a a separate cultural group, the cultural identity group, almost like an ethnic group, because apparently piracy is is in your blood, like with Will Turner. That's why he was able to break the curse beforehand. Right. Uh, in the first one. Uh, so they there's some shenanigans, there's some plot devices, and yada, 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 and... It goes, they, there's a lot of backstabbing and back and forth, and this person's gonna, gonna betray this person, no, this person's gonna betray this person. And it ends up that Tia Dama, the voodoo priestess, she was the one who Davy Jones loved, and she left because she's not a priestess, she's actually the wind goddess Calypso, and they bound her to the, the pirates bound to her to a physical form. Right. I love, the thing that, why I like this movie as much as I do, is the last 20 minutes. And I love the last 20 minutes because every, this is, Tia Dalma has become Calypso and she's a, 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 a wind goddess or a goddess of the seas. And she starts a maelstrom and it starts this pirate, this, this ship battle with, between the Flying Dutchman and Davy Jones's crew and the Black Pearl and the Davy, and the Black Pearl crew as the fleet of the East India Company and the pirate fleet, they're about to fight each other. But it's going to, they're doing a mano mano thing around this maelstrom and they've it seems like every person in the involved in the production realized this was going to be their last moment to shine so they have to one up every other person in this production and this isn't just this isn't just Orlando Bloom and Kira mm-hmm. Knightley and 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 Johnny Depp this is also the VFX artists the mm-hmm. sound design mm-hmm. yeah Hans Zimmer is even trying to make is even trying to outdo everyone else and they're also forgetting that they can't do this because Jeffrey Rush is right there. And no one can out, out ham Jeffrey Rush in this production. No, you're right. You're right. And and I will I, I will say, the, like the third one, there are moments in it that were great. I think that them swirling around like that toilet bowl yeah. thing. Awesome. That was That's awesome. A, That's a cool visual. And they get married. They have they have a marriage ceremony while sword fighting. And, yes. there's, and there's Jeffrey Rush just like, yeah, I'll do yeah. this because I want to have one moment of absurdity. In a movie that's already absurd. Yeah, I th- I think that like the whole jealousy thing, like where Will thought that Kira Knightley was like kissing Jack Sparrow for some, like it just got kind of got melodramatic and yeah. stupid. And then like I I would have loved to have seen more of Singapore for a world mm-hmm. that's so big and like expansive. The Singapore stuff so felt so claustrophobic. Yeah, because it's at night and you don't really get to see mm-hmm. it. You don't really get to see the whole thing. And I think that that was a missed opportunity, especially. Because they, they do play up the what the East India Company quite a bit. And yeah. that was a missed opportunity. It was weird that the Pirates of the Caribbean are in the East Indies and then in in, 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 in the Arctic. Yeah. But I don't know. I just I I think actually I don't I did not like the ending. I didn't but, like the ending. I just like that port that part, that battle where everyone decides that they are they're gonna uh, they're gonna dial it up. Turn to it 11 to eleven. Break, they're gonna turn to eleven, break the knob off. That. No, that, no, I appreciate that. I didn't like that. And I don't even mind that Will is the now Davy Jones. Yeah. Okay. But that then Kira Knightley is just relegated. Like, she was this badass. Like, she became a pirate. Like, yeah, she was she a became badass. a pirate queen. She, she was a pirate queen. queen. And she's left on a deserted island by herself. And that that is what she is now. 
And I yeah. didn't like that. And I no. bet you in like me too, that doesn't, that shit doesn't fly. No, <laughs> that, that, that doesn't they, happen. They anymore. took away her agency. Yeah. Like, so now she's just, she has to wait for Orlando Bloom to come. Yeah. And that's, uh, she, she was just a better character than that. And, and, and over the course of three movies, she had had a, she'd been built up better. Johnny Depp, you could see the decline as it goes through. Yes. Because um, he is definitely, he's definitely not necessarily showing his age, but he is definitely get seems like he's getting bored almost. And we are getting bored. The viewers are getting bored of Captain Jack's shenanigans. In real time, you're watching it. I mean, overall, I mean, when I say the third one sucked, it didn't suck. It was, it was not as good as the first one, in my opinion. I, I think two and three are not as good as the first one. Would you agree? Yeah, I would 100 hands down. The first one is definitely the best of those. I, but even the second and the third one, they're interesting. They're, yes. they're funny. They're, there's a lot of stuff that happens in them. They're exciting. They're waterlogged. They, yep. there, there is a lot of just stuff in it. And at certain points, this it's would like, have been a really is... great television series. Like the last two, if they had expanded mm. that to, to whole series, but I've been thinking that about a lot of fiction lately is that we, there needs to be like a full 32, full 26 episode season would be much better. Or these kind of things. Well, either, either that or smaller. Like yes. the third movie is almost three hours long. It didn't need to be three hours long. No, There's a lot of stuff that you could have taken out and like edited it and, and sharpened it up. So it could have been three tight movies or to your point, it could have been a longer. Because that, that world, I want to see what is that world that has that insanity? What does that world look like now? What does that world look like in the 30s during the gangster era? Like with that same kind of weird, everything's a little bit over the top because the rules are a little bit exaggerated. What does that look like then? That's what I, but again, I like that kind of weird stuff. I am looking at the list right now. I would say that this isn't as good as time, that the first one isn't as good as Time Bandits, but it's better than Beowulf. 100%. Okay. Cool. 100% that puts it, puts it at number four. Good. At uh, Dead Man's Chest, I think Sorcerer's Apprentice is better than it, but I think it's better than Never Ending Story. So you said that the third one? No, the, the I think that yeah, I think the second one. I think the second one is better than uh, is not as good as Sorcerer's Apprentice, but it's better than uh, Never Ending Story. I agree. Okay, and the third one I think is better than that. I would say at the uh, it's not as good as Robin Hood, but it's better than Sorcerer's Apprentice. I'm good with I that think, too. I, I think because of the the last again, it's the the absurdity of that that last battle knocks it up and more enjoyable for me. I can appreciate that. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Well, that. I think that uh, that does it for this episode. Lars, where can they find us on the internet? They can find us on various platforms. Um, we have a letterbox where we are keeping all of the movies that we have watched and ranked um, updated. Lucas has been doing a great job with that. Um, they can follow us on Twitter at... Sword in Boardcast. Uh, I have been... I'll, I post occasional memes and pictures and things tangentially related to what we talked about. Overall, I mean, I, I don't think these are movies that, I mean, I think everybody has seen them. Yeah. I haven't seen them in a long time. You should give these a watch again. These are these are solid I, action I was adventure movies. How much I like them. Yeah, this was the and it's been ref, it was this was a refreshing one. Yes, <laughs> this was because we a, didn't watch a bad one. We didn't watch a bad one. These were all three great, good, good movies. Yeah. Like they, these were just really fun. I understand again the appeal of Johnny Depp. Mm-hmm. I don't understand the, the appeal of Orlando Bloom. He's just kind of there. Yeah, he's just kind of there. I think that's. I mean, that, that could. He's just kind of there. I can't imagine someone else playing Jack Sparrow. No. Nope. And Kira Knightley was 
pretty but sassy tough. Yeah. tough jeffrey rush is incredible all the character actors are great orlando bloom is just guy yes set dressing yeah i mean he was good but he didn't he what he didn't like imbue that role with and i guess that that's fine you know luke skywalker is just is uh an every yeah a, a, at least in the first one like he mm-hmm. becomes the jedi but he's he's our our conduit into the story Right. Like he he's yeah. the cipher that we follow along. So it's OK that Orlando Bloom isn't like this impressive person because we're we just identify with him. Exactly. But no, like I, I really, really enjoyed I these this movies. Week. I this, 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 week. this was this was really good. So so thank you for suggesting Pirates. I have not seen the other two. I have seen. Ever. I saw the fourth one. It's OK. And I have I saw about five minutes of the fifth one. We will get to them eventually. Hooray. (laughs) (laughs) Have a good night, y'all. Have a good night.